Wilson. I'm one half, Jose. I'm second half, Dirty Dan. And today we have our second special guest, comedian and vice president of Rich Broke. Please welcome Jay Ski. What's happening? What's happening, Jay Ski? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. How about this stuff? I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Pleasure to have you today, man. Man, I'm glad y'all asked me to come on, man. I wouldn't have no other way. Man, so how, how's life treating you, Jay Ski? Man, life is treating me good, man. I can't complain. I mean, I could complain, but what good that's going to do? <laughs> so I can't, you know, I'm having a good time, man. I'm working, man, you know. That's all you can ask for, man. Hey, Jay Ski, man, I, you're I an early get, bird. Yeah, I get up early, man. That's that, that's that, from, um, let me see, I'm going to word this right. That's from going on state paid vacation. <laughs> you know, y'all been, been on the state paid vacation? Uh-uh. No. Yeah, I've been on like a, a five-year state paid vacation. <laughs> That's that tour life. You got all, huh? these nice little, all these little facilities around the state, you know, and they um change all these little different places and stuff. You know, the food ain't all that good. You can't leave for a long time. Oh. They help me get up there. Countdown. Man, Jayski on the retirement plan already. You better believe it. <laughs> man, well, you better, you better save some money. Yeah, but hey, man, man Jayski, going to prison and stuff, man, and have me getting up early, man. I can't help it. I don't get, I, I can get drunk as shit. I'm still gonna get up at six o'clock in the morning. Fuck. They drilled that into you. Hey, Jayski. Hey, one thing I noticed about you, man, on from social media, you drink a lot of damn coffee, dude. Yeah, every morning. You gotta, you gotta smoke a blunt. Well, I don't, I don't smoke blunts on my way. I use raw paper. I smoke weed, some good weed, and drink some coffee, coffee and cannabis every morning. It helps my day. Hey, man, like you said, that mud, huh? Yeah, right. You, you know, that's why I love coming out of man. Y'all got the best. Your best out there. <laughs> your best. You went to that cannabis cup, coffee? too. How was do that? Do y'all drink coffee with the cannabis cup? Yeah, cannabis cup. How was that? Man, that shit. That was my first time going. Man, that was the best experience ever. If anybody likes cannabis, you got to go to the cannabis cup. Like they're like the Super Bowl of weed. <laughs> man, no way. Man, that's that's the best. That's the, I'm I'm going every year now. Every <laughs> time I see one, if I'm, if I'm not somewhere working, I'm there. How do you guys hear I'm about it? Uh, you know, we had a show in. San Diego, we just had the movie with Duval, just had the movie Grow House come out. Go see it. I'm in it. I'm in it. But it's not you. If you blink, you will miss me. So, <laughs> look, I'm telling you this. If anybody see me in the movie, if y'all see me in the movie, you can tell me where I was at and what scene. I'm going to send you a Grow House shirt. Word, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right, listeners, do you hear that? We was out there promoting the movie. And we had a show in San Diego, and while we were promoting the movie, you know, they um, um they had a a a, a, vend, a vending machine, a vending whatever you, I don't know all the words. I went to public school, uh, <laughs> vendor thing for the movie out there at the Canvas Cup. So we went out there to promote the movie, and I was like, damn, this is really because in Virginia, your ass still go to prison for weed. <laughs> like, like niggas still going to jail for weed out here. Yeah, me, I was like, man, weed is fucking everywhere. Like, what the fuck? You was in, like, you was in heaven, man, huh? Like, like, 
like the steak fat of weed. <laughs> yeah, man, that's Cali, bro. Yeah, I'm moving. I want as soon as I give me a nice bag, I'm moving out there. Hey. Cost too much now out there, though. Little Duval, not trying to not trying to pay you more, huh? And I'm trying to get that trying to get that fuck nigga give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I seen that man threatening him. Uh, go work with Lil Kev, huh? Nah, but you know me and Duval, man. That's man, man. That's my man, man. Man, I'm cool, man. That's like my brother, man. So. How long you guys been rolling together? Shit, I'm ten years. Ten years, damn. How do you guys meet? Um, I was doing, I was hosting the comedy night in Richmond. I'm not from Richmond, Virginia. I was doing my comedy. I was, I was hosting the night that Duval was headlining, and he came to. It was on like a Wednesday night. It was like, like I say, ten years ago. I met him. We kicked it, and then you know, you know how when two people just meet y'all just vibe. Yeah. And we just make like that. Yeah. It, it makes sense. So what what was it like yeah. for you growing up? Like before all the comedy, before all that, young Jay Ski in Virginia. What was that like for you, man? Well, actually, I, I was born in New Jersey. New Jersey. I was born in I was born in North New, New Jersey, but then cause my dad from Virginia, Richmond. Yeah. And um. I moved out here with my dad when I was like six years old. So I've been there in Virginia over 30 years. So that's why I'm like, I'm from here. So like growing up for me, just like anybody else, average kid, you know, um, uh, I wouldn't say that I was struggling. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had everything I needed, but you know, you always want more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just like, I always was the life of the party. But the guy liked the joke, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, like I, like my teeth, like I just got in my mouth. <laughs> the joke on me all the time. So you had to, you had to have, and, I, and I, I got a big family, and we joke and play and crack, so you had to have, like, <laughs> big ten, you know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. uh, I, I couldn't whoop everybody because I'm scared, you know? So the fighting game, you know, I'll fight, but I can't keep losing, so I got to I gotta learn how to goddamn joke back on the nigga ass. <laughs> and that's where the comedy aspect came, you know? Like, in the, I think in the neighborhood, when you outside, on the block, you know, everybody, not everybody, but, you know, where I come from, the, the hood, you know, Dudes out there, you know, trying to sell drugs and shit or whatever. You just outside smoking weed and just talking shit. You know, you come from the shit talking era. And yeah. that, that's where I think my comedy came from. What what kind of got you started in comedy? Because I'm sure when you started off joking on the block, you weren't thinking about being a stand-up comedian. I'm sure that, did you kind of fall into it or how did that kind of start for you? I didn't start, I didn't start doing comedy until I was 30 years old. 30? 30 years old, I started doing comedy. And then when I started doing, I was like 31, 32. Then when I started doing comedy, I was doing comedy for like like three or four years, and then I went to prison. Boom. For five years. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, I, then I, I've been home now for three years. So it's like, even though I had been doing comedy and I've been in the game a while, I went away for five years. You know what I'm saying? So I've, I've been gone for five years. So a lot of people, like people that... Like the fans of comedy, they ain't get a chance to really see me like just like that. So it's like I'm still kind of new now. Yeah, I was gone for five years. But then when I first started doing comedy, I did before I did five years. I did two years, and when I came home, I was doing the same old thing like like most people do when they come home. They go back to what they know. You know what I'm saying? Selling drugs again. And when I say selling drugs, I ain't saying it like I was the kingpin or nothing. Mm-hmm. I was that. I was really wasting my fucking time to be honest with you. Yeah. But what happened was I'm still grinding for my homeboy who was getting money. He was bringing um, Young Jeezy down. Y'all remember when Jeezy first came out with the Snowman album? Yeah. 
I was yeah. I met uh, my homeboy was bringing him to Richmond, and Trey Song had just came out. So um, I played PlayStation a lot. Like I played PlayStation a lot. I played chess and PlayStation. I had these tournaments at the hotel room. I had tournaments. We smoked weed. So one day my homeboy was bringing Z's in. He was like, man, like I said, I was the life of the party. He was like, man, Jay, man, you should do some comedy at the um, show. I was like, nigga, I ain't no motherfucking comedian. What's fucking wrong with you? And then, he said, and then he said, man, I would give you $1,500 if, if you do it. I said, bet. And I did. <laughs> and I hosted, right? Yeah. So I, and, I, and, I, and I did that kind of good. But my homeboy, he was already doing comedy. And he came to the show and he was like, man, you should try that shit for real. Like the Thunderbone be having an um, a open mic night where they have a contest, you know what I'm saying? He said, you should try that now. So I'm thinking in my head, I said, let me see, can I really do this shit? And I signed up and I went over there and I entered the contest. I didn't win, I came in second. But I was the only comedian that demanded the club to come back on the regular night because it was a Tuesday night. So I started going back during the five minutes and the rest of the history, I've been doing it ever since. Damn. Yo, JC, man, so, so do you think that Comedy found you, or did you find comedy? I think it was a little of both. I think I think I think it's been there, right? And then like like I always been funny, you know. Even in school, like my my senior year in high school, I played basketball. And, you know, when you when you're a senior, you take all these easy classes, right? So yeah, I took, like, yeah, yeah, drama. yeah. I took a drama class, like it's like. Five or six of us that played on the, the basketball team and some guys playing the football team, all of them in the drama club. It was like an easy eight. You know what I'm saying? So the the, the, the teacher asked me to um to read some part to be in this, this little competition, and I won the shit. You know what I'm saying? Fun. And they offered me a scholarship to go to the New York Acting Academy. Way back then, when I was in high school, I'm like, no motherfucking actor. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was always there, but I, I didn't recognize it. You know what I'm saying? Until I got older. And then the opportunity presented itself, and then I did it, and I've been doing it ever since. So it was kind of like it found me, but it was always right there waiting for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, just waiting for I you to see it. One time, I was like, I was like ten years before I started doing comedy. I was like 21, 22. I went to see my mom in Jersey, and uh, my mama she used to be a bartender at these clubs and stuff. It was a club called the Peppermint Lounge in Jersey, and um, Bill Bellman used to um, host a comedy night there, and my mama knew the owner and all that. She said, boy, you do, do some comedy. And I said, all right, bet. She called the man. They had me ready to go and everything. And the night of the show, I was supposed to, supposed to go my whole family. At my mama, I was ready to go. I said, I ain't going. I got cold feet. I ain't do it. Oh, man. <laughs> I ain't do comedy for 10 years after that. So, like, it's always been there, but I just ain't never tried until I got older. I wish I would. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's uh, always been there, but you, yeah, I was gonna say that, man. I feel like it's always it had always been there for you. You just had to put A and B together. Yeah, I had to recognize, it and I didn't. But you know, it wasn't too late. You know, I'm glad it happened the way it happened. I wouldn't change nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because I probably wouldn't have had so much material that I have now. If I mm. started off early, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Oh, when you when you're talking about how you came to San Diego, I I actually was fortunate enough to go and see you, man. And to be honest, we went for Little Duval, but, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, but I, to me personally, I don't know about everybody else, but you were definitely the funniest of the night. You definitely kept everybody laughing from beginning to end. Like, where is, do you feel like because you had that much time to build up that comedy, now, now 
that you're finally able to really present it to the world, to the people that you're able to present it to, it's it makes it that much funnier. Do you feel like you would have been just as funny if you would have came out earlier? Uh, I see this. I see. I like my um uh, my my style of comedy is like um say my on the phone. My my um, style of comedy is like I'm a storyteller. Yeah. So I do think me, I do think me waiting that long. It gave me more stuff to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been through, I've been through, I've been through so much that I got enough stories to tell. That if I think if I did it earlier, maybe I wouldn't have had as much bigger stories or stuff like that to tell. Because the stuff I've been through, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I'm a storyteller. Like I just talk about what I'm going through and you know stuff that I do. And I think if I'd have started out earlier, my story, I might have still been funny, but my story might have been a little bit different. You feel me? Right. Right. <clears throat> to these young, to these young comedians out here, like, what kind of advice, like, say, what, what regrets do you have, or things you would have done different in the beginning when you first started, or what kind of stuff can you say to these young cats that are that look up to you and people that are around you? Well, I would say, first of all, to any young comedian doing comedy, just stay on the mic. You know, like, always you know, get on the mic. You know, what I mean, work on your craft. You know. Get, Get on the mic and just you know keep on working out. But far as like, it's really no advice because you can't really teach funny. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You can't really, you can't really, and the only thing I would change is what would I change? Uh, I you know the only, the only thing I change. I wouldn't be still. I wouldn't like when I first started doing comedy. I should have just left the streets alone. You see what I'm saying? Right. But I was doing comedy because I enjoyed. Like I like like I think people that get into comedy now. They get into it to make money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And not, 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 not saying that I didn't want to make money, but when I first started doing it, it was because that was the only thing that I was good at. The only thing in, in, in my life that I was real good at without a whole lot of effort. You know what I'm saying? I was real right. good at it without a whole lot of effort. And when you get yeah. comedy, it's not, it's not like it's, it's not like rap. Like if, if you're a rapper and you make a song, you don't get instant feedback. Like you got to wait till the song come out. Like with comedy. You gonna get instant feedback that whatever material you you'll get right then, right there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I like that. And yeah, that's no, that's true. Where, um, you will get feedback instantly. So I just, I just the only thing I was real good at with a, a whole bunch of effort, and that's the only thing I changed. I wouldn't be into the streets. You know what I mean? And I, I'd have been out here longer. You know what I mean? The streets mm-hmm. took me away from Carlton and took me away from my family and everything. I, I never got out of that mode and I wish I would have because my, my career would have been further I think yeah definitely no doubt man so so do you feel like you've fully set yourself apart from the streets by now yeah I, I mean yeah I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I mean I still get medication to get medicated but I'm not the one you know what I'm saying like out here trying to um sell people shit you know what I'm saying I still go buy weed and, and buy pills and stuff like, like that but I ain't trying to say nothing. You know what I mean? That's where, yeah, that's where I got in trouble. That you know, because in certain areas, certain states, they're not playing that drug shit. Like, damn, these Commonwealth states, like this is damn. The weed white food would lock your ass up forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're young, when you're in your twenties and stuff, you ain't thinking like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey man, just be like, hey, it's for that Glaucoma, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't tripping up there now. Yeah. But I'm about to move somewhere. 
Well, that shit legal at, man. I'm getting the fuck around here, man. I'm moving somewhere where that shit is decriminalized. You know, down here, man, like, like if you got a jacket, and when I mean by a jacket, I mean a criminal record. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's, let's say, for instance, I got, a, like, me, I got a jacket, a long jacket. So if I get pulled over and I have a half an ounce of weed in the, in the fucking car, I'm going to prison. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a, I got a, a jacket with drug, with multiple drug charges on. I'm going to jail for 14 grams of weed. You know what I mean? Damn. Wait, Damn. else, it's a fucking fine. Yeah. Or they or, just throw it or away. Or not even that. You know what I'm saying? So can you imagine you going to jail for a year and a half because you had 14 grams of weed? Yeah, that's crazy. That shit is fucking crazy. But a nigga drink a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Over and kill nine motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, word for sure. You know, like I'm gonna move somewhere where weed is fucking legal. Yeah, that's the move. Man, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know it was that bad out there like that. Yeah, and a lot of these states, man, where weed is not decriminalized, man, people are still going to prison, man, all for fucking marijuana. Like that that is fucking crazy. That's just dumb, man. It's just like a, it's just a petty crime. And then to be honest, like, like, like the state that has legalized marijuana, like, is money in it, in, in that shit, man. The state, yeah. man, they can, they can, they can goddamn kill a goddamn deficit with that shit. Yeah, for sure. Not only that, it's just... but I already know if they ever, you heard it here first, if they ever legalize weed in Virginia. Boy, Philip Mars gonna have that shit on smash. You hear me? If you don't know who Philip Mars is, Google it. He's a cigarette kingpin down here. It's a big company that make all this cigarettes. I know they waiting. They say, come on, come on, legalize. They gonna go and say, you <laughs> motherfucking weed. Damn, they're probably gonna be have their hands right in legalizing it then. With all that power, if they're the man, largest. They, man, they gonna come out Cali and plug a couple of y'all growers out and move them down here, stand with the money. These niggas think they gonna make all the money when they legalize the weed. Man, the two pounds you got, man, put them out billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. So, back to back to when you first started comedy, it sounds like it started off pretty well for you. What about the first couple times that you bombed? Because I'm sure, I'm sure it's happened. How how do you kind of deal with those situations and kind of keep pushing forward? Well, uh, let me see. Most definitely, I had bombed. I never been booed, but I have. I have had sex that wasn't uh, like I, I did this one set. We, we did a show in. Um, that's funny, y'all. Said I did this show in Howard, and they had Eric Benet as the like the closer, you know, the singer guy. Yeah. It was me, Duval, and Benji Brown. I was the first guy on stage. It's an older type crowd, whatever type of crowd it was. And I didn't read the crowd and judge them right. You know, I didn't call them and them. And I think they was really wanted like. Uh, like a Bill Cobb or a Sinbad, you know, like the you know, yeah, the yeah. And I came right, right out there, bitch, like Richard Pryor. I was just cussing, yeah, dick. <laughs> and I had bond, I had bond so bad. Charlemagne the God and all that was there, and he was laughing at me. Oh, that was the worst. But what it is is this: I, before that happened, I, I had so much success on the stage that it didn't make me feel like this ain't for me. Man, if I had one of them, my first time going on stage, if I had one of that bitch and bombed bad, I wouldn't be talking to y'all right now. I wouldn't have tried it no fucking more. But being that when I first started, I didn't bomb for probably a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, was, I did comedy a whole year without even having a bad set. 
You know what I'm saying? But when I did have a bad set, it's like you feel bad that day, and you feel bad. You don't, don't no comedian like the bomb, but if you don't have success on the stage, you always come back to that. Like I can do that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So pretty much when it comes to like bombing, it it really just depends on the crowd that you're talking to because you have a specific crowd that your your message is being sent towards. So just because the crowd doesn't receive your message right doesn't necessarily mean that the material or what you're saying is not funny. It just wasn't meant for the people receiving it. True that. That's true. That's a, that's a true that. Or or sometimes you just gotta read the crowd. Like you, know, you gotta read the crowd and you know fill the crowd out. That's where that's what separates a. I ain't gonna say a good comedian from a not so good comedian, but you got some guys that's natural at, at just like reading the crowd and ad living and you know like you just good off the riff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like especially the crowd a little bit warm them up and then go into your material now. You know what I mean? Instead of coming straight into your shit. Yeah. Yeah, Kool-Aid did a little bit of that too. He walks in, he doesn't go yeah, straight yeah. to his thing. He just talks to the crowd a little bit and then gets right into it. Yeah, then he gets warming the crowd. He he really he real good at that. He come out there with a song and he get everybody clap and get a little crowd participation. Cause he the first guy on stage. You know, people had them, they haven't been drinking yet. They're just getting there. They're still getting mm-hmm. themselves together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the first guy on stage is really working. Yeah. Hey, man. So you you know how people, before they hit the stage, they kind of like these, these pre-show rituals. Well, what are what are JC's pre-rituals, man? What do, what do you do? Like the, uh, the moment before. I pop me a perk 30. <laughs> uh, I, I, I smoke me a, a nice blunt. And I take me a shot of either Remy or Jack Daniels, and then I go on the stage and I'm ready. And I and I and I um, cause my dad just passed away, so I um, say a little something to him, and I go out there and do my thing. That's dope, man. So do you, do you feel like you use a lot of comedy to, to like deal with your your dad's you know your dad passing? Yeah, I do. Um, like. For me and for most comedians, well, I can speak for me, um, life is material. So all I'm out here living and moving around, that's, 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 that's material for me. So that, like, you know how you, how you, how you have um, people that play basketball or baseball or football, and they, and they say no matter what's going on in life, but once they get on that field or get on that court, you know what I mean, it's like everything else is blocked out. That's what the stage is for me. It's like, mm. like a comfort zone. Like I can get up there, but I feel so comfortable on stage. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. it's almost like when I'm on stage, it's almost like I'm sitting in the car with my homeboys and we just drinking and smoking and kicking it. Damn. So yeah. I just be real relaxed on stage and and I just go into my thing. Yeah, man, I hear you. Hey, so let's talk about a little bit of a rich folk, man. That one, you know, you guys yeah. really, you guys, you guys really thought it, man. Um, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Um, on your Snapchat, dude. Um, I saw that you used every form of transportation to get back home, man. How was that? <laughs> man, let me tell you something. When I, we was out in San Diego, you know, uh, and I flew, I flew a commercial plane out L.A., and then we flew private from L.A. to San Diego, then we flew private again from San Diego to San Bernardino, and then we flew back to San Diego. But see, then Duval and flight. They flew out of San Diego, so my flight flew out of L.A. So I caught the train from San Diego to L.A. Nice little train ride. I'm on the coastline, the coastline. It was a nice little ride. I caught the train to L.A., 
and caught a commercial flight back to Richmond. And no, I caught a commercial flight back to North Carolina. I want to go see somebody. And then I caught the bus, the GIT, no, the Greyhound from North Carolina to Richmond. It ain't been like two hours. I Man, you guys really bought it, huh? Rich broke. Yeah, right. Don't don't spend no money unnecessarily and always look for the cheapest way out. Yeah. Hey, so how, how was it? Keep the overhead down. Yeah. How was it um, flying around in Blunt Force One? Man, that shit was lovely, man, because flying private, I can see why people with money who fly private all the time, I can see why they do that. Because it's just so convenient. You ain't got to go through TSA or none of that shit. You just get, get on that bitch and go. The only thing about flying private, especially if you're in a, a, a little private jet, you know, when you're on big, big commercial and that bitch hit little turbulence, you know, you just a little smooth room. When you in that private, that last <laughs> private jet, nigga, you can see, like, you can see, like, you sitting there, you can see the pilot. You you looking right up there. <laughs> And that motherfucking plane get to moving and rock like what? It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing about flying private, boy, that motherfucker get that turbulence. You said, man, we can't do that. Dude. But other than that, man, that shit real convenient. It's quick. It's simple. Like if I get that bag, I'm flying private a lot. But that shit costs though, so no, I'm not. Yeah, we gotta hit up Lil Duval for you. Make sure that happens, man. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Yeah. So let me ask y'all something. Who yeah. else? Who else? Like, how long has y'all been doing your podcast? Man, to be honest, it's gonna be our fourth episode. This y'all first one, so fourth, so fourth. I'm gonna, so I'm breaking y'all podcast virginity. Nah, but it's our it's our fourth episode. You're our second guest. Oh yeah, I'm y'all second guest. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah, you were gonna be the first. But you know, timing, timing, everything happens for a reason. So this was gonna yeah, be the perfect yeah, man. time. Yeah, I'm on this tour, but I'm on this tour, so I be kind of busy. Then when I do come home, I be gone so much that I be with the family a lot. You know what I mean? And then, like, like um, Ti and them, they have the um, the, the hustle gang tour. Yeah, I seen that. I gotta check that out, man. Y'all going coming to a city to you soon? And he was just in Virginia, so he came to Richmond, and then he went to Norfolk. So I've been going with them. You know, with Brian Hustle coming to town, you know, it's like family. They ain't like family. They is family. So yeah. I go check them out. So. But I told you, I told you to call me this morning because I'd be ready for you. Because I, I ain't want you to feel like I was bullshitting you, you know? No, no. We know, man. We know time. Busy schedules. We know, man. Hey, man. So how'd you get to the back these classes with T.I.? Huh? Oh, because, you I know, to... that's family. Because that's family. You know, um, you know, Duval, Grand Hustle. Um, oh, okay. We are we affiliated with with them hard, you know what I mean. So anytime they come in town, I'm a lot to go backstage and keep with them and everything. Man, Duval, he be going on all these vacations. You be going with them too? I be going like we be having this like both of our birthdays in June. Both of our Gemini's, so we had this Gemini retreat that we've been doing the last past two or three years. Well, I don't have no passport because. Um, of my case, I got I got to wait a while. You know, I got to get my fines down to a certain amount. Yeah. And uh, so I don't have no passport. So this year, they're going to Dominican Republic. And I ain't going because I don't have no passport. But yeah, a, a lot of places he be wanting to take me, I can't go because I don't have no passport. And he loves to put that out there. We can't go somewhere because somebody ain't got a passport. <laughs> he loves to put that out 
<laughs> man, what's the best place you've been to? Like, what? Because, I mean, you start your career in your like, 30s. So I'm assuming, do you travel much before comedy? Hell no, comedy even took me in places I never would have been without comedy. Man, what's the best place you've ever been to thanks to comedy? Um, Fort Lauderdale in Florida, the Hard Rock Cafe in Florida. Fort Lauderdale, they, they be, they be modeling, man, it's Miami. That was like the funnest place. That's fun. Houston's fun. I love going to Dallas. I love going to Dallas. And I love coming anywhere out of do bullshit. Like, I don't give a fuck where we go. Um, San Jose, the Bay Area, uh, um, L.A., I love any, anywhere in Cali, I love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So what... what man, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was supposed to catch a, a show this weekend with uh, Andrew Schultz. I was supposed to go uh, see Andrew Schultz in Sacramento, but... Man, didn't get to after all. What happened? You didn't go check him out? No, I mean, I, I was planning to. Me and my girl were supposed to go take a trip down to, uh, up to Sacramento, but, man, our schedule is just kind of conflicted, and we didn't get to go see Schultz. Yeah, I've never seen Schultz stand kind, but I, um, I, I, I know him through um, Charlemagne. Duval and stuff. Yeah, Charlemagne and um, Duval and all them. So, yeah, I, I want to see his set myself. I want to see, see him before. I heard he's funny. Yeah, he has a good show. I, I got to see him in L.A., uh, he's, he has a good show, a real good show, man. Yeah, he seems to be a real funny type guy. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, we're, we're we're like regular listeners to the you know the brilliant idiots, and um, Schultz, oh, yeah. man, he 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 actually always he shouts you out pretty often, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, man, you come up at probably what like every two episodes. You always getting shouted oh, yeah. out by by Schultz. And, Oh, that's what's up. I ain't know you do that stuff. That's that's what's up. But they real cool dudes, man. Shout out to man, Andrew Schultz, man. All those guys are real cool dudes, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we know Lil Duval and uh, his sister got got a podcast. Well, when are when are you gonna get on the mic? Do a podcast, man. Well, you know, well you know, I'll be on there. I guess a parent on um, it's called the Out Here. I guess the parents on their podcast from time to time. Yeah. And right. I, we got some things in place where, you know, either I'm going to do my own one or I'm going to be a regular on their podcast. We got some things in the works, you know. I don't like to put it all out there yet. But, yeah, I got some things coming in because a whole lot of people, they want me to be a regular on their podcast or get my own. Yeah. Hey, man, get your own podcast. You get that money. Most definitely. You watch boxing? I'm a, I'm a sports. Oh, who, who won the fight last night? Canelo. I was just about to ask you what you thought about it. You didn't get to see it? Nah, because I was at the show last night. I went to the show, show last night. Did he, did he beat the hell out of him? Was it a draw, knockout, or what? I mean, he definitely, I mean, controlled the whole fight. Did every, It was no knockout. went to decision. Uh, But, yeah, he won it. But what happened after the fight was the most important thing. They just announced Triple G and Canelo in September. Man, Triple G gonna beat the hell out of Canelo. Yeah, I agree, man. He ain't stand no chance. He too big, man. He gonna beat the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite boxers, man? Uh, Sweet Pea, Panera, Whitaker. Yeah. 
If you never heard of him, Google him. Before Floyd Mayweather, it was Sweet Pea. Okay. He's from, he from Virginia, Norfolk. Well, I'm from Richmond. He's from Norfolk. But, yeah, he was my favorite boxer back then. I like him, Sugar Ray Leonard, and I like Floyd. I like Floyd. I can't deny it. I, I like Floyd. But, you know, since UFC then came out, like, boxing them fell off, like, for real. UFC. Yeah. Just boxing, though. You really got to be a real boxing fan and like boxing, man. Yeah. There ain't nobody getting, like, like back in the day, you know, the heavyweights was getting all the big money. People wanted to see, you know, the, the heavyweights fight. And, and the little dudes yeah. didn't even get that, that, that big money now. Now, the little dudes are the, the biggest draw now. You know what I mean? And people like like to see knockouts. That's why I don't, don't nobody watch boxing no more. They go see UFC. They want to see a nigga head get knocked off bad. <laughs> Jaw get unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so Boston is fell up. Yeah, I love, I'm a sport. I'm, I'm not a movie, but, you know, Duval is a movie guy. You know, he'll be in the house. He's going to watch movies. I'm going to have my TV on, sports center, all fucking day. Yeah. Have you have you seen uh, hey, those uh, big ballers with the new shoes? Lonzo Ball. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, the $500 shoes. $500 shoes, man. What you think yeah. about that? Uh... Mad at him, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to look out for his family, you know what I'm saying? I agree. He's trying, he trying to look out for his family. I can't be mad at him um, um, for doing what he do that he, he thinks is beneficial for his family. At the end of the day, now I don't know how true it is. They say they shoot $500 and they done already got 5000 of them then sold. That's, that's money. Like $2 yeah, that's, that's like money. $2 now, I don't know if that was because you still got to pay, you know, the, the shoes cost to get made and everything so I don't know how much that costs but at the end of the day if that's real that they don't really sold 5,000 units already I mean yeah how can you be mad at him he, he done made some money yeah he's doing it the independent road that's just like all our rappers yeah. right now that's the way to go man yeah he went without the label did it on his own and I mean he's gonna he's gonna reap the benefits of those rewards man I can't knock yeah him. man stuff changed man with this with this social media now man you know like the stuff the stuff that we, like, before I went to prison, right, MySpace was the thing. Yeah. MySpace was pop. But then I came home, social media, and took off. And all the stuff we used to pay for at the meeting, like for advertisements, you want to get billboards and flies and all that stuff, you had to pay for that stuff. Nowadays, with this social media, you ain't got to pay for it. If you use your social media, right, you can promote anything. Yeah, for sure. Right. And sell it. And make some money. That's the way to go, and honestly. And, and, it's, it, right now is the best time to be alive. If you get a good buzz, the corporation will come to holler at you. Yeah, for sure. Following is the new currency. That's how comedians getting on now. They come on, they get a big following on social media, and then, bam, shoot, they they, 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 they doing comedy. Yeah. I mean, that's all it has to take now. Like, you just see artists, they get a good, a good amount of following online. They take that to the, to the labels, and... It's before you had to be able to prove you're selling your your mixtape and pushing it hard, and people are really fucking with you, and you're you're able to make money before the labels are gonna want to invest in you. Now you just have to have a big enough following, and the label wants to invest in you. Streams and all that has really changed that. But it's still, but with all that, it's still kind of dangerous too because see, like far as comedy go, right? Like say if you're a person that's good at doing skits, you know what I'm saying, and you and you doing skits on Instagram and all that. 
and you look up, you got a couple mi- mi- million followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, everybody fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? The comic people want to book you to do stuff. The comic club want to book you. Okay. Now, the, let's say, for instance, the comic club book you. You pack it out because everybody wants to see you. You never did comic club. You just used to doing funny skits on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you headlining one of these comic clubs, guess what? You have to do 45 minutes. That's a fucking hour, right? But you just right. doing skits, you know. You used to, and we do them skits. You can you can do that a million times till you get the bitch right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you and you didn't have time to work on your craft for a live performance. Man, they didn't give you money. They gonna give you five thousand. Let us say, for instance, they gonna give you five thousand dollars to come here and hear now, two thousand, whatever it is. And then you got to get on the stage with other comedians that been doing comedy ten years. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you stand and no you chance. gotta go last. You don't stand now, chance. You know what I'm saying? So when you do get the, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but I mean, who ain't gonna take the money? But it's like comedy is like the easiest form of entertainment to get into if you popping on social media. So you know, you get the popping on social media, you're like shit, I'm gonna do comedy. Yeah. Like, shit, come on in. You can pack this bitch out. You pack that bitch out. Now you gotta perform. Yeah. And performing that might be what, what your thing's gonna be. So it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you know, it's good in the same social media, but then like. Okay, now what? I'm popping on social media. Now what? You know, you gotta have your next step ready. Yeah, and comedy, unlike you anything else, you stop fucking with, you'll be ready. Yeah, huh? and comedy, unlike anything else, it's a, it's a, it's really a marathon. Like, no no comedian that's like, for example, just for example, Kev, he's been out for a minute. It it just didn't happen for him overnight. He didn't just pop where he was and step on stage and was the funniest comedian out there you know it, it took time for him to grind to get to where he was years and years and years and a lot of times we put these kids that we find on social media we just throw them on the stage throw them into the jungle and they're not ready they haven't fought through all the lines through all the turmoil just to make it to where they are they don't know they don't have that experience see they got this thing what we call what we call you gotta put your 10,000 10, hours in legwork yeah. Meaning, like, before you become big, like, 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 people might think, like, they say, like, Kevin, oh, Kevin Hart came out of nowhere. Or somebody, somebody came out of nowhere. Nobody comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Maybe one or two, but the majority of people, you might have just heard them, you did, but they've really been grinding with this thing for the last 10, 15 years. Then they just pop. Right. You know but you, you got to put your leg where you got to get, get your 10,000 hours on a, a, a leg where right? And then you'll start reaping the benefit of it but you gotta put in that work yeah no doubt that's 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 key that's the major that's the major part what nobody's an overnight success yeah what do, what does jay ski say for jay ski coming up man huh what do you see for yourself in the well, night right now we're on tour we're still on tour like right right now well you know we booked up always to uh, i think december so i know god damn May 19th through the 21st, we're going to be in Baltimore at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. Y'all come through and fuck with us then. And if you if you want to see the rest of the tour dates, you can go on my page or the tour page, and you can just pull up Petty Godfather Tour, and it'll show you all the dates that we got coming up. And like I said, we're coming to a city near, near you soon, so like I said, we booked up all the way to December. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. We got some other stuff in the work. Some more stuff coming out. I don't want to speak on it too soon yet. Cause I don't like to speak on stuff. When you speak on it, then it don't happen. Like, hey, man, what happened at what's name? <laughs> 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 I 
AJ Ski, man. You know, when you're on the road with, with Duval, what, what's your biggest pet peeve being with him? My biggest pet peeve? Yeah, about Duval. Um, oh, really? I don't really have no pet peeve. Like, man, Duval, like, we like we competitive with each other. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I mean competitive, like, we always competing up. Like, we debate about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always a competition with us about something. You know what I mean? That nothing made. Right. I don't give a fuck what it is. You're not going to win nothing. I'm not going to I don't give a fuck if, if we talking about sports or anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a friendly, fun thing. So I don't really have no pet peeve. Like, I don't like when he do it. I don't like when he do it. I don't have nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I don't like something, I'm going to speak on it and vice versa. Like, like, like we really friends. You know what I'm saying? It just so happened that both of us do comedy and, and, and I work with them. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we, even if I didn't do comedy, we'd still be cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys are like yeah. brothers now. Yeah, we like brothers for real. Like, I, I hey, man. Like, me and Duval, I'm more tighter than Duval with some people I done grew up with for the last 20 years. Mm. Hey, man, there's one thing I wanted to ask. Like, you know the the hit him with the shoulders joint. Who, whose idea was that initially? Come on now, that's all me, baby. That's all me. <laughs> that's all me. I, I did that. Now I'm gonna tell you, Duval was doing the dance. He was doing the dance. We were in Miami, and he was doing the dance. Right. And I, was I, I remember. Him. And when I was recording them, I was, I was saying, "Uh, kill him with the shoulder. Uh, kill him with the shoulder." Yo, that's crazy. I remember that. And guess what they did. They took me out and put Snoop Dogg on it. I said, well, damn. They took me out and put Snoop Dogg on it. But I ain't mad because every time I hear Snoop Dogg say, kill him with the shoulder, I said, yeah, that, that's all me. Yeah, you came up with that hook. You better get royalty on that. Yeah, get the royalties, man. Come on, man. You already know. You already know what it is. You know what the fuck going on. <laughs> hey, were you on the music video by chance for that for that song? Hell no, that would even make me more mad. Look, <laughs> they did the video. Let me tell you what you all did. Let me tell you what this nigga did. I'm in my bed laying down sleep, you know what I'm saying? Nigga called me like, bro, I said, what's up? He said, man, how about Snoop Dogg and got on the song? I said, for real? He said, yeah, man, we're going to do a video. I said, damn, we all going to do a video? I said, when? He said, we're doing it right now. I said, right now? <laughs> I said, man, what are y'all like? He said, Vegas, you want to come out? I said, dude, I can't come out Vegas right, motherfucker, man. You have to get it for the airport, come out Vegas. <laughs> You know I come make it out that motherfucker. Petty Godfather, man. Man. Yeah, so. Yeah, he got me for that one. Mm-hmm. Put Snoop Dogg on. Have you, have you spoken Snoop Dogg yet? JC? Come on, man. You, you know, you must don't follow me on social media. Hell yeah, I smoked Snoop Dogg. Snoop gave me some weed and everything, man. That was, that was, like, the, that was like a bucket list, man. Yeah, he was a part of Girl House, too, right? Yeah. I don't smoke with Snoop Dogg. Who who else? Man, how, how was it? How Snoop Dogg cool as a motherfucker. He outsmoke you? Like real, huh? He outsmoke you? No, like 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 with Duval. Like I'm trying to tell Duval. He always say he outsmoked me and stuff like that. I've been smoking weed since I was a teenager, right? And what I'm trying to tell him is, I say, dog, I don't race no nigga smoking weed no more. I I don't do that. I'm trying to get when you out Cali, you got good weed. Good weed, I'm a weed connoisseur. Good weed is like, if it's good, it don't take that much to get high. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, we all tired of smoking Gorilla Glue 
and all these <laughs> cookies and platinum cookies and Girl Scout cookies. I don't want to smoke a whole ounce of that in one day and nine and ten guns. That's OD on the when you smoke all the weed, all you do is go to sleep and don't want to do nothing. You have OD on weed. I don't want to OD on weed. I don't want to OD. Yeah. Lil Duval, man, he's going all out with this, huh? He really hits the floor running when he starts something. Yeah, I got him smoking. <clears throat> Did he really just I start, or he he been doing it? No, he been, he been smoking now about a year. We was in Denver. It was around the time of my birthday, because my birthday is June the 6th. Here's June the 12th. So we were doing a show in Denver, like, last year, year before last. And... Then when he started smoking weed. So, so what's the difference between so, sober Duval and Duval High? Okay, this is the this is the difference. And when we was on the <laughs> tour and Duval won't smoke him, right? Duval is an um, adventurous type person. You know, he's an outdoors type guy. You know what I'm saying? So when we won't smoke him, like when we come in the city on Friday and we do the shows Friday, Saturday when we get up. Me and you are all through the city. We're going in everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a basketball game or just doing stuff. Yeah. And now to do all the smoke, nah, we ain't doing shit but smoking and getting high and going to eat. I don't mind doing that neither. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because even, even before he was smoking, when we did get up and go places, I'm still smoking. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't make me no different. If you go somewhere, because I'm going to smoke. You know what I'm saying? You can do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? But, so, that ain't make, 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 me, make me know that he smoked or he didn't. But I like it, man, that he smoked because we always get good weed and he got a little money. So, like, I'd be at his house, no bullshit. We would fly to California to go get some weed. Now, how many people you know? How many people you done been around? They say, yeah, I'm going to get some weed. And you say, you'll call somebody and you go meet somebody. I'll carry out and go to the dispensary or something. No. This nigga, we go get on the plane and fly to Cali to go get some weed. God damn. I love it that he's smoking that shit. Oh, shit. I wish he would have been smoking. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> man. You guys just get on the plane just for that? Yeah. Damn, that boy's crazy. That don't sound like Rich Broke to uh, me. No. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I'm about to tell you, this had to be Rich Broke. It, it's this thing that he got with these private jets. Like, I don't, don't, <laughs> don't want to say it wrong. It's like this. Like, you pay a certain fee for something. And if the flight going somewhere, you know, it's already paid, so you can get on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like, 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 let's say, for instance, now, I could be wrong. With it. Let's say, for instance, you want to fly private, and it's a certain membership you got to buy for a year. Mm-hmm. Let's say that membership is like five or 6000 So let's say, okay, you got that for a year. You can fly on private, whatever. Now, it might not be five or 6000 I'm just saying that for number's sake. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So... So if, I, if, we in, if I'm at his house, he'll check the private jet and see, oh, shit, they got one going from here to Cali. Now, he said, man, you want to move some weed? I said, yeah, then we were going to jump with my flowers. It don't cost him nothing. Uh, I'm going to say that one thing about him, he's not going to spend no money to be doing no dumb shit. We are really rich bro, like, for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. one thing I will say about him. He don't really, he ain't like no rapper. He ain't going to be out here just stunning. The stun he do is like a different type of stun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He goes travel. He go on vacation and show you pictures with pigs. Yeah, shit like that, yeah. Some shit like, damn, what the... And then when he do it, other people start doing it. And then, did you see what happened to the fucking pigs? Somebody went out there and and, and <laughs> fed, fed and shit, and that pig dead. Yeah. <laughs> did I hear about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I remember no. it, ranting about it. Man, Duval been going out there for the last couple of years. I have a long he been going out there posting it. I guess people seen where it was at that they won't go out there. And motherfuckers started feeding the pig, pig liquor and killed the goddamn pig. <laughs> Damn, man. That's what, you can't tell nobody nothing, man. They ruin everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, they ruin all that shit. Hey, man, I, I saw uh, Duval not too long ago po- post up a picture of, of his sister. I think it was a video of his sister. Her name is Ro- Rolanda, right? Yeah. Man, let me tell you one thing, man. Man, they're so they're so they're so damn close to being twins. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. They look good, man. <laughs> that reminds they me of the time like. Jack the you know Jack yeah. how he wanted to get, uh, when he was on the podcast with Alche he wanted to get with Rolanda. Uh-huh. He closed What's one eye. He might, he might try and get a little Duval. They look so much alike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack, that's a funny dude. Funny <laughs> yeah, they look just alike. They damn near twins. <laughs> Same name, too, huh? Huh? Same name and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, are some, what are some of your, your influences in comedy? Like, did you, did you already watch com- comedians and... Did you already have? People? Yeah, I was always, I was always a fan of comedy as a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Watching Def Comedy Jam and all that. Mm. I liked all that. You know, I like Richard Pryor, the Bernie Mac, Red Fox. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to love Martin Lawrence when um, Def Comedy Jam was out. You know what I'm saying? That was, and 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 to be real with you, when I first started looking at Def Comedy Jam, I was like, damn. I do. I wonder could I do something like that? So that put the first little bug in me. Back yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy for me. Like, well, I'm a barber. I cut hair, but one of my main things I would like to be like a broadcaster. <clears throat> that's that's one of the reasons why we started a podcast to begin with. And you, you, the way you say you looked at someone and and it influenced you. Like for me, that was Charlemagne. I looked at him and I was like, man, like. And this was years ago. I was probably like 14. I'm 23 now, so. Now just barely getting into podcast, man, it's crazy. You just gotta kind of jump into it, get your feet wet, and just start running with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all you gotta do, man. Try your hand, man. You know, you gotta do it, man. One, one, one thing about it, man, you can't win the race if you don't run. Yeah, well, there you go, man. I can't say it better. That's gonna be the title of the podcast. Can't you win can't the win the race man. if you don't run. That's right, dude. You got to get in the game. You got to get in the game. Now look at here, I done made corned beef hash and scrambled eggs and they ain't left me nothing. <laughs> hey! Uh, my kids, they done shit everywhere. Man, how many kids you got, JT? Five. Oh man, big family, huh? Are they, all, yeah. are they all? Are they all grown up? Well, um, <laughs> three of them in college and two of them are young. Okay. Any any of them caught the comedy bug too? Yeah, my son's doing comedy now. He's trying to do comedy now. My oldest son, but he he hasn't let me see him perform yet. Does when when he performs, does he is he known as J Ski Son or does he want to be his own entity? Does he not try and involve you as much? He won't be his own guy. Yeah, he don't even let me perform yet. Yeah, that's the way to go. He don't want to be J-Ski's daddy. He, I mean, he don't want to be J-Ski's son. He won't be 
who he is. Yeah. That's real. That's Self made, how huh? Yep, man. So what else y'all got going on for the day out there in Cali, man? Nine o'clock in the morning. Man, rest of the day, uh, I'm getting married here in July, so we got to do our registry and look at look at a couple stuff. Oh, you're getting married? Congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Congratulations, man. Throw your life away. That's right. <laughs> 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 nah, man, me, um... supposed to get married, man. That's a good thing. For sure. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Yeah, me, man. I ain't doing shit today. I'm just going to... Sunday? I'm just going to lay around and do nothing. Yeah, I'm about to um, go to my homeboy's house, man. We play... Um, we, we watch the game. We play poker around there. Go around there and play me some poker, talk some shit, and then we watch the game. You know what I'm saying? We, like I said, I'm a big sports dude. Yeah. Cowboy. Are you going to whoop any ass at, at... You know, whoop any ass at chess? Yeah, man, but uh, I got I to gotta say this, man. Uh, Doc, man, you can follow him on Instagram, man. Grand Hustle Doc, man. He, um, he, 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 um, he, he, he punished me this weekend, man. And chess, man, man, beat me four straight. Damn. Uh, I gotta shout him out, man. Shout out Doc, man. Y'all can follow him on Instagram. Grand Hustle Doc, D-O-C. He beat the hell out, man. I ain't been beat like, for, to be honest with you, I'm kind of looked down. I ain't been beat like that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, little, I'm a little bit in my feelings today, but yeah, I'm going to play me. I'm going to do some re- redemption on somebody's ass today. Yeah, got you, man. Got to get my spirits high. Play me some, go play me some poker. I might give me a couple games of chess in and watch this motherfucking basketball game. Who y'all think gonna take him to NBA? <sighs> y'all all tired. Y'all want Golden State, don't y'all? To be honest, man, I think. Golden State, Cleveland finals again, but who's gonna win it? Fuck. Probably I'm Cleveland going with LeBron again. James, baby. Yeah, I think Cleveland gonna win again, man. Oh yeah, definitely. LeBron James, baby. That's your. T- is that your basketball team? No, I just like LeBron James. Yeah. Who's your I team? I like the New Jersey. I like the, the New Jersey. Used to be my favorite team, but then they moved to. Brooklyn, so I stopped and liking him. So I like LeBron James. So many people hate him. So I say, fuck it, I like him. I like box skin niggas. How'd you, how'd you become a Cowboys fan? I remember, I've been a Cowboys fan since I was nine years old. Ever since I seen Tony Dorsett run that bitch 99 yards on the Minnesota Vikings on a Monday night, I've been a Cowboys fan ever since. Damn. I don't, and I don't like the Cowboys. I love them. You hear me? Love them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious about that. Yeah, we going Super Bowl next year. Yeah. That's right. Put that. Let all your listeners know. JG already said the Cowboys gonna win it all. Yeah. Hey man, you heard it right here first. That's right. We gonna win it all. And don't forget, y'all go see Grow House. And if you see me in the movie and you DM me and let me know what. Scene I was in, when you saw me, I was sending you a grow house shirt myself. So let them know, let them know your social media where they can find you at. Y'all can find me on Instagram at the real J Ski. 
not the real, the real, D-A, real, J-A-Y-S-K-I, all one word. I'm also on Facebook at Comedian J Ski, and I'm on Snapchat at J-A-Y, the little dash thing, S-K-I, and the number 804. Y'all can find me on all those social media, and you can catch me in the city near you when the Rich Broke team come through. Petty Godfather Tour is coming soon to a city near you, so y'all fuck with us like you say you do. Oh, yeah, man, definitely, dude. Man, J Ski, man, it was a real pleasure, man, having you on the show, dude. Really appreciate, you know, being being on this episode. I thank y'all for having me, man. And much success to y'all in the future, man. And smoke that good shit, man. And when I come out there, I want y'all to have me full black bars. You know what I mean? Them little brownies, I love them things. Have them for me. All right, for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, man, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday, man. And thank y'all for having me. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, man, J-Ski. Have a blessing. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Already. All right. All right, guys. And like always, you can find Daniel at? Instagram, underscore Dirty Dan. That's underscore D-I-R-T-Y-D-A-N. Twitter, underscore Dirty Dan. That's underscore D-I-R-T-Y-D-A-N-N-N. Yep. And you can find me at Barber Lotus, Instagram, Twitter, Barber Lotus. Uh, also, a podcast shootout, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube. Our, our email, podcastshootout at gmail.com. Go ahead and shoot us any questions, anything that you would like to know, or hit us up on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, SoundCloud. Leave comments, leave likes. Every, everything you guys do, we appreciate it. Uh, if there's anything you guys would like for us to add or do any any guests as you can see like we're trying our best to get some good guests and some good information out there to you guys and once again like always we appreciate all the love all the feedback all the listens uh we really appreciate you guys fucking with us the way you guys do uh we're gonna keep our promise on getting those gift cards out to guests so at the end of this episode i want you guys to hashtag on instagram podcast shootout number four and then with that hashtag on our instagram post uh we're gonna go ahead and put this at the end of the episode so we know that you guys for sure listened all the way through and hopefully you guys appreciate it podcast shootout number four podcast shootout number four uh anything else you'd like to finish off with daniel Man, i just want to say thank you again uh jay ski for you know, coming through on this one he really, he really did a solid yeah Word, I appreciate big, it. Big, big shout out to him. Big, big shout out to him. We'll go ahead and link all his information uh, as well. Like always, we'll go ahead and link our information. And, and thanks again for listening. This was the podcast shootout. Peace.